the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. As we are closing out this year, a difficult year for many, many of you will celebrate Christmas, and let's look at one of the things we will really need as we close out this year. You won't want to miss this program. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. Lord, we are thankful, Father. We are thankful this day for who you are and how you work in our lives. We are thankful, Lord, for the love that you have for us. And we are thankful, Lord, for all the gifts that you have given us. So, Lord, we pray that this program will really touch hearts and that people will be transformed so that they can enjoy the season and this end of the year, and look forward to the new year. So we bless you, we praise you, and we honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. So we're about at the end of the year, and we certainly could use financial support. Uh, We don't have business advertising to give us a revenue stream, so we depend completely on you and your generosity at this time of the year. So, uh, you know, we we would love to hear from you. Also, come visit us as we have services Friday night and Saturday morning. And so if you're a churchgoer, they don't compete with your Sunday service. Uh, Check out our website for times and locations at shoreshtavid.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. And certainly, uh, we would love to see you and bring friends, bring Jewish people who don't know you, uh, bring whomever. We love visitors. For questions or comments on our programming, um, please email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org, okay? And uh, so let's begin. Can we agree what all of us need is more love? Love in ourselves, in our family, in our congregation, in our city, in our country, in our world. As I've watched politicians biting at each other, as people in our country say hateful things about others, and our media seemingly is losing their way, it it, it just hurts my heart. Does your heart also hurt as you listen to people speak bitterly towards each other? Our president spoke about unifying our country, but in fact this week 
He only talked about unifying the Democratic Party, as if the other half of the country doesn't exist. This kind of polarizing behavior puts tremendous pressure on us to demonstrate God's love at all times. Wouldn't you agree it is hard to react to these kinds of stimuli with God's love at all times? I believe that the only kind of love that brings true healing is the love of God. God's love is supernatural. It is not something that we have a model for outside of Scripture. It's rare that we see God's type of love in other people or in our, even in our families. However, we should emulate, you and I should emulate God's love. Because Scripture tells us that His love never fails. Though there's much love all around us, especially during the season of Christmas, is this kind of love transformative? Are we seeing people changed and really turning towards the Lord? I believe only God's love transforms. And when we can tap into His love, we have a chance to see our love with His power change lives. Before we can love others supernaturally, because that's really what it's going to take, right? We have to really know and experience God's love for ourselves. This is so difficult for people. There are many examples of God's love. However, to me, the two most amazing examples is his love for Israel and his love sending Yeshua to be our atonement for our sins. Given the history of Israel, wouldn't you agree that there's no reason that God should love Israel still, right? From Scripture, we see his love for Israel spans from a personal love for individuals to the broad, overarching love for the people of Israel throughout the centuries. It makes no sense to me. It makes probably no sense to us. I mean, Abraham... Adam, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, King David, they're great examples of people who at times were completely disloyal, unbelieving, unfaithful, and though they did some great things, God had to be so patient, which he showed in his ability to continue to love them. His love was based on his grace, not their works. And truly, that's something we have to get into our heart and mind, right? That his love for us is based on his grace and not on our works, good or bad. Jeremiah 31, verse 2, From afar, Adonai appeared to me. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Though the scripture sounds like it's speaking to one person, it's really speaking to Israel. God's love is everlasting. It means it never runs out. God also has more of his love for us in reserve, and God is never on empty when it comes to his love. I believe that the people of Israel did not receive God's love because 
they only understood his love by works. If they felt that God blessed them, they felt loved. If something bad happened, they felt God was at fault and that he didn't love them anymore. I believe even today, and I'm sure you'd agree to this, most people, they feel loved by God when things are going great. And when things are going poor, they no longer believe that God loves them. They feel that their actions have caused him to go away. And we know he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. Take a moment and consider how you see God's love. When something happens that is bad in your life, are you still, are you still filled with the love of God? Ask yourself that question. Take a moment and consider how you see God's love. Just take a moment. Think of your biological father. When he is upset with something that you have done, do you still feel his love? Some will say yes, some will say no. I'd suggest to you that your father still loves you even when he's upset with you. You don't always feel that love when you're being disciplined. I know I certainly didn't. However, by faith, you know you're loved. It's similar, I believe, with our Heavenly Father. I know with my own father that he loved me. However, though I knew it in my mind, oftentimes things he would say made me feel unloved. For some of you who never knew your earthly father's love, it might even be harder to know and relate to your heavenly father's love. Either way, we need faith to know that we're loved. Love is not always expressed in the way we want it. How do we know our Heavenly Father's love or have the faith that even when we do poorly or bad things or sin, He still loves us? He loves you even when you have sinned. Remember Romans 10.17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. What I'm saying is that even knowing the love of God relies on faith based on God's Word. We can have faith to know God's love when times are good and when times are terrible, when they stink. As we get more scriptures in our heart and mind, even though we sin and fall short, we have greater assurance of God's love for us. We should first define love from scripture. What does God say that love is? Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Wow, that probably knocks me out right there. (laughs) I don't know about you. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not brag. It is not puffed up. It does not behave inappropriately. It does not seek its own way. It is not provoked. It keeps no account of wrong. It does not rejoice over injustice, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Love never fails. 
you know, whenever I have read these verses, I am struck at the difference between my love and God's love. Man's love and God's love. Based on this verse, love is the positive expression of the hope you have for someone else. Consider this. Believe all things and hopes all things? This must be how God sees us. That's why God is our chief encourager. He believes in us more than we believe in ourselves. His hope for us is is fulfilled in him rather than our own view of ourselves as we have hope often, but not always. That's why his love never fails. Take this verse and allow it to go deep within your spirit in order for you to begin to know the depth of his love for you. Now, my favorite verse about love, you won't believe this, in the Hebrew Scriptures is from Zephaniah 3. Ah, you say, I know it well. (laughs) I I bet you don't. Uh, Anyway, Zephaniah 3.17 says this, Adonai your God is in your midst a mighty Savior. He will delight over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. He will dance for joy over you with singing. So, uh, you know, just close your eyes for a moment and picture this. God delighting you, delighting over you with joy. Now picture God quieting you with his love. Picture God dancing for joy over you and with singing. Boy, that's got to do something for you, right? I can't give you enough quiet time on this radio program to enjoy the pictures of this verse. So when you have 10 or 15 minutes and you're alone, Uh, Go to Zephaniah 3.17 and let these three things that God will do for you when he is in your midst touch your very heart. You will not regret this. Chapter 3 of Zephaniah is an interesting chapter. In the first portion, it's all about the downfall of Jerusalem. However, the second part is all about the restoration of Israel's remnant. God's love restores. Does yours? Again, when you have a moment, close your eyes and picture God's love restores. What a healing thought. If you're not part of the physical Israel, you're part of spiritual Israel and should appropriate this verse in Zephaniah to yourself. Picture each phrase as I believe God wants you to have the knowledge and the assurance of his love for you. Let's place this scripture in our hearts so that we can sense the love of God at all times. I'm going to read this again for you. Zephaniah 3.17. Adonai your God is in your midst. A mighty Savior. He will delight over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. He will dance for joy over you with singing. However, 
Some of you feel that God could never love you because of your sins that you've committed and the wrong choices that you've made in your life. But you know, in Romans 5, 8, it says, God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. Yeshua saw our sin and died for us anyway. He demonstrated his love even after seeing us at our worst. Stop again. Let this scripture resonate in your heart. Don't go by it quickly. God's grace and mercy is poured out on us even though we are sinners. Let this verse enter your heart. It will bring healing. John fifteen thirteen, No one has greater love than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. God sets the standard there for the enormity of his love. And in 1 John 4, we get such insight to God's love. Starting with verse 9, it says, The love of God was revealed among us by this, that God sent his one and only Son into the world so that we might Live through him. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atonement for our sins. And then verse 16. So we have come to know and trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. Now whoever abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. We love because he loved, he first loved us. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, which is the segue to my last but a most important point. We have to receive his love to know his love. The faith and trust in God leads us to know the love of God, which rids us of our fears. The more fear we have, the less love of God we're allowing in. Love drives out fear. Fear has no power over your life when the love of God shoves it aside. However, we must receive it. John 15, 9, Just as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. You know, I've said the word abide many times in the, in, as I've read these scriptures. You know, it means to live there, to reside there, to spend your time there. Consider again what Yeshua is saying to you when he says, abide in my love. John fifteen seven. if you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. Remember, to abide is to live, continue, or remain. So that to abide in Yeshua is to live in him or remain in him, to be consistent in him. This is what receiving God's love is all about. His word must be the foundation for his love that is in your heart. 1 John 4.16, so we've come to know and trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. Now, whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Trusting in the love of God is all about faith. Because we have faith, we can abide in him and his love. Remember what it means to abide. Allow God's word to comfort you and fill you with faith 
because this is his love letter to you to know, to pronounce and declare how much he loves you now and will continue with that same love in the future, regardless of anything else. Romans 8, 35 through 39 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall tribulation or distress distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. As it's written, for your sake, we are being put to death all day long. We're counted as sheep for the slaughter. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, any other pre created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. If you are fearing, if you are anxious, if you lack self-confidence, if you are troubled in any way, I'll read verses 37 through 39 of Romans 8 again. If you're struggling in any area, each morning close your eyes and read these verses. Well, I guess if you close your eyes, you'll have to memorize them, but you know what I'm saying. Slowly picture each word's essence as God wants these words to be deep in your heart. Romans 8, 37 again. But in all these things, We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor debt, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. You know, we started this year by talking about faith, and miracles, the miracle of knowing God's love and feelings God love, God's love is based on your level of faith. The best way to start a new year or to end the old year as well, the best way to know the love of your family and friends at Christmas time is to understand the love of God. As we end this year, I have gone over a few scriptures that if you meditate on them, allowing them to sink deep into your heart and spirit, you will be rejoicing in the Lord at all times. And find this end of the year Christmas season and the beginning of 2022 will be amazing for you. This is what abiding in God and his word will accomplish in you. You will truly know the love of God. And when you are filled with that love, you will overflow that love to others. I pray that this message was meaningful to you. I know even just speaking it, it's meaningful to me. And I would just ask you to take it seriously and maybe listen to it again and go over those scriptures. If you'd like me to email kind of a fun yet wonderful way of looking at how we are to love, uh, I have a sheet on it. We'll mail it to you. Just ask for installing 
love. You can call Karen at 813-831-5673. As I've mentioned before, we're close to the end of the year. We could certainly use your financial support as we don't have any other way of supporting this radio program. So your generosity at this time is really important for us. If you're able to send the financial gift, um, we'd appreciate it. Email me at, or well, actually go to our website at heartofmessiah.org. You can hit the donate button there, or again, call Karen at 813-831-5673. I guess as a regular listener, you feel like you already know Karen, right? Well, come visit us. Let me close in prayer. I pray that all of you who are listening will have an amazing season uh, these next few weeks and that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.